everybody, welcome to That's What We Said. And today I have one of my favorite guests. She's my travel partner, my dinner partner. She's just an amazing, amazing person. And she's an amazing dentist in Beverly Hills, Dr. Anjali Rajpal. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? Yeah, nice to meet you uh, for the world. Um, I'm so glad you're here. There's so much I actually want to talk to you about. We've been planning this podcast for a really long time. We just never really got our act together. At least I didn't get my act together. Um, but here we are. So super excited to have you here. Thank and you. Thank so, you for having me. Yeah. So what is our topic today? So today in these interesting times, we are going to talk about how the quarantine has triggered us to become more introspective. Okay. Yes, definitely. COVID and coronavirus, shelter in place, quarantine, all of that, like, has definitely put some kind of, like, positive spin, negative spin, all kinds of, it's just a unique situation in our life today. So, but tell me a little bit about our topic. Well, it's just been a very unique period in our lives. I, I don't think any of us in this generation has experienced something like this. It's kind of like the world had the pause button hit and mm -hmm. all of us just had to stop whatever we were doing and adjust to the change mm -hmm. and just watch the world take a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in this break, we basically had to step out of our ordinary day-to-day -day routines, shelter in place, mm -hmm. and that undoubtedly has caused us to all reflect on our lives and kind of take a look and reevaluate re what we have been doing for our throughout our lives mm -hmm. and where our paths have taken us and just kind of reevaluate everything mm -hmm. because once you're pulled out of a routine that you're very used to you don't have a chance to take a look at it and see is this really how I want to be living my life is this really what I want to be doing? Mm -hmm. Is this the career that I want to be in? Are these the people I want to be hanging out with? Am I, what is my relationship to others? What is my relationship to myself? Mm -hmm. And where do I want to be? What, what does my heart truly desire? So I know like, so I, in San Francisco, so Anjali's actually from LA, um, Obviously, she's a doctor in Beverly Hills and stuff. So, but in San Francisco, our shelter in place started in March. Your guys has started a little later. Is that right? Uh, yeah. But I my last day of work was actually March thirteenth. Okay. So it so wasn't it, it was a little bit delayed, but Not by much. minimally. Okay, so like I think yeah, so definitely I think we have the first month. I think was the hardest for everybody. Um, obviously, because this was such a new normal. Um, we didn't even know what to expect. We didn't expect it to be so long of a haul, you know, of like staying at home, not going out, wearing your mask. And I think a lot of people had to sit home, do nothing, watch a lot of Netflix. And it does kind of trigger you to start thinking about like what you really want out of life, right? Like, what are you really doing? And is that, you know, where you want to be? And it does, I think loneliness in general makes you start thinking about things that you should, because we get so busy in the hustle and bustle of our daily lives. We don't really sit down and think about what we want. We always have this like thing in our head, like, okay, I'll get to it, you know, when I get to it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, I'm going to get to it. 
But we really don't because we're just so busy. We come home, you know, we eat, go to bed, same routine every single day. But I do think that this quarantine has triggered people to start, it has not only triggered, but it's, it forces people to start thinking in a different way, thinking about those pauses that we put on our life, on our, you know, our plans and our, our future and our wants, um, that it, it just forces us to start thinking about like, oh crap, like, is this what's going on, right? So tell me something that maybe triggered you to do or something you've been wanting to do or what what change came into your life on these introspections? Yes, so in a way, it's like a forced meditation retreat that everybody had to go on. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't think that's so bad, though. I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) No, it was cool. I mean... Lots of pros. Yeah, and it, it was an adjustment because everyone it's went through shock like (laughs) grief like I mean it was like such a drastic upheaval to everybody's lives everyone was binge eating the first few weeks losing their minds just going crazy yeah and then you settle into it and as you settle into it you you go down and then (laughs) you just, you just relax because you're, you have, it's basically the surrendering period. Mm -hmm. So you've surrendered to the situation. And as you surrender, then you start to see the beauty in the situation in a way. And I think those, everybody's taken this period to have, to have time like this to do whatever you feel like with. I mean, this time is so precious. And I've, I've taken, I mean, I feel like for a lot of people, having this time just gives you the ability to actually be really creative. And in, with that creativity, to create something amazing Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think some people were just tv watchers and this and that and maybe didn't use the period to evolve that much but others really took it as like wow this is a really special time that I may never ever have again in my life Mm -hmm. and I want to use it to develop myself to develop myself creatively and to foster some of my relationships that I cherish to a deeper level. And I don't know, it's just, I think, and so many people have been so selfless and given to society in so many different ways and just been of service in so many ways that they were kind of forced into these situations that they weren't expecting either. And in, and that's grown themselves and developed themselves too. I mean, all of us have basically been challenged in some way or another, and we will all be completely altered from this period. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I as I have been a dentist, a cosmetic dentist for several years. She's very I, good, you guys. You have to check her out. Yeah, she is. She's the diamond dentist of LA. Check her out. Or Beverly Hills. So my practice is called Beverly Hills Dental Arts. But anyway, so um, I, I for years have always been spinning in my head, what direction do I want to go in with my career? Where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? Do I want, like, just trying to figure out, like, 
at how would I set myself up in a business situation where I would feel the most fulfilled and be able to challenge myself and grow from it. And I've honestly always been scared to have my own practice because it mm -hmm. just seems so overwhelming and so monumental. And just, I, I always wanted to be able to live my life and, you know, just come home and have free time and travel and do whatever I wanted. And I always thought it was going to just be too much to handle. And so how long have you had your practice for? Or like not your practice, but like been practicing in dentistry for? Um, over 10 years now. Okay. So I, I've been building a practice of my own kind of for the last nine years. And you've worked but, with a doctor or other doctors? Yeah, yeah. I've been, always been around Beverly Hills working in different offices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I just was not... I, I just was never ready to 100% take the step to do my own thing. And I also have always been off and on looking, but I just never really felt like anything was the right situation. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really want to settle into something that didn't mm -hmm. feel right to me. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I think a lot of people um, ha have two things. One is like they want the freedom and the leisure and the no headache. And so they just go into a 9 to 5 job and there's like no overhead for them. And they want to come home and have a life. And then there's also like the fear of starting something on your own or like just maybe not have the money and stuff like that. So um, I think that those are very common for, for doctors that I've noticed that I've talked to that are huge, big, huge things, right? Like do you, if you have a family, then it's easier for you to just stay in a practice where, you know, you're just doing a nine to five kind of job. Um, but um, but you were saying that, you know, you, you wanted more out of your life yeah I think I think at some point you just end up hitting a wall mm -hmm. and you just feel like you can't be someone else's vision you mm -hmm. need to be your own vision mm -hmm. and you need to create your own have you been feeling thing. that way for a long time yeah but I just I just didn't it, I didn't hit the wall hard enough yeah I, I was always like so, one foot in one yeah. foot out and then yeah. And then you just get to the point where you just feel like you need to jump. Like mm -hmm. you you don't it actually becomes scarier to be stagnant than to just jump into the void and do something mm -hmm. you've never done before and have no guarantees yeah. of anything. But So you've always yeah, so you've always wanted to open your own practice, but you just never felt like you had the opportunity, you just weren't ready, was there fear, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, you of just course. you just weren't sure. It's a huge these things are huge endeavors. They're not jokes. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's been the biggest project I've taken on. Mm -hmm. For me, the quarantine has not been, like, I've definitely taken a lot of bats, but but I have worked harder mm -hmm. in, than I ever have, like, mm -hmm. before. I've spent every minute working towards building this practice for myself and so setting you, up. So during and, quarantine, you decided to just take a leap? Yeah, it w it started uh, it started basically in January where I was inching towards it and then the quarantine is when it just completely fell into place and I and I actually really needed the quarantine mm -hmm. because I think I would have been way too overwhelmed if I was trying to do it well, while I was working. Mm -hmm. So for me the quarantine has been a blessing because mm -hmm. it's given me the time and resources I needed to be able to put 
all my energy into something. So what, what subsided your fear and what made you take the leap? Like, it, you, yeah, I get it was quarantine. You t- thought about it and you're like, okay, but there's more that has to come. You have to have like the opportunity. You have to have the drive. You have to have like something to be like. It's, it's just something in you that snaps. Okay. Like you just literally all of a sudden feel like you can't be stagnant. Okay. You can't be doing the same thing and not evolving like you need to completely challenge yourself otherwise you're Mm -hmm. not going to grow and yeah it's super scary but you just sometimes have to jump Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's scarier to be doing the same thing and not not growing yeah so I mean I think a lot of people um you know, that I've talked to have done something in quarantine. Like I've talked to a lot of other doctors and they're like, yeah, we opened our own practice because, you know, like you do have downtime. You're not working. You're And if you're really driven and you know your whole life that you want something, I think if you, you know, you, you use this time really wisely to be like, F this, I'm going to do what I want, right? Like, yeah. No more having to like, you know, for me, the biggest thing is like, I do have a corporate job, but I hate working for people. Like I want my own thing. I want my, but an opportunity has to come its way, right? And luckily during uh, quarantine, like I was given a great opportunity too, right? Like I'm now on Ruckus Avenue Radio. And so, um, so I, a lot of, you know, a lot of opportunities did come through this like downtime that we've had. But I think for for a lot of people, it's still like even worse because, okay, now you're not working for three or four months. You're not making money. So now you're buying this new practice, which congratulations is an amazing news for Anjali. Like she's going to have the best practice. It's beautiful, actually, guys. You have to have to go see it because it's like modern. It's like right in Beverly Hills. It's got views. And she's an amazing dentist. She can do anything. Like your teeth will just be like a glamorous. <laughs> so definitely check her out. And I'm like, like not just advertising her, but I really feel this way because she's, you know, like she's done, she's helped me out whenever I've had issues with my teeth and I've never had, I have a beautiful smile <laughs> as you can tell. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, but I do think like, yeah, a lot of people have had that fear of like, oh shit, now not only am I not working, so I'm not making any money how do I start my own office? Like, how in the world am I going to do this? What do I have to do? So you just, you literally just do it. (laughs) I mean, of course, the money, the financial part is just like, it's almost incomprehensible. Like, you can't really make it make sense. Mm -hmm. You just have to do it. You just, I mean, it's been, all of us have had some financial change over these past few Mm -hmm. months I mean but what are you going to do sit and dwell on it Mm -hmm. no you just you just surrender accept it and you know that it's temporary it's it's going to pass Mm -hmm. and you just plan for the future and Mm -hmm. you don't just I mean when you when there's nothing you can do about something you just deal yeah I mean we we all get put into difficult situations and you can either be negative about it or just look look yeah. ahead and 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 things kind of just fall in place sometimes right when it's yeah. meant to be. Yeah, and I think taking a big leap like this is a huge deal, uh, especially for a female who and I don't want to like generate gen, you know be gender non-neutral or like um you know, oh you're a single female, you don't have any other backup, but it is the reality of our world too, right? Like a lot of people are married and they have a second income. 
they can afford failure because there'll always be second income coming through, right? But when you're a single woman who's young, it's huge because you have no other options of income. This is you. So if you fail, you fail 100%, right? And so that's a huge thing for someone in, you know, in, in your shoes to take on, I think, which I think that's why I think like, you know, starting your own business during this quarantine was actually an amazing idea. It was amazing that it happened because it is scary. It's scary for, I mean, we have a lot of friends and they're all really well to do, but they have dual incomes and they have better opportunities than we, you know, we may say we do. Um, but to take a leap like this um knowing that hey like if i fail i'm effed you know i'm like screwed maybe um but again like you know there's always other things that can happen if you do you know feel like you're failing you always get back up and which i don't think you're going to but that is a huge fear right of folks starting their own new thing but as a single like woman that you know has started something on her home took on a huge you know change in her life I think it's so admirable because you don't have anything else like to back you so yeah I mean it's it's kind of just like learning from other leaders in our generation there's no one who has become very successful that hasn't had some failures mm -hmm. I mean you just it's part of the whole process mm -hmm. and you if you fear it too much then you stifle yourself mm -hmm. so yeah, of course, of course, there's a chance of that with anything you do every single day in life. Mm -hmm. But that if you let it stop you from doing something, then you haven't grown. Mm -hmm. And who cares if you fail? Like, if you do whatever, mm -hmm. like you still tried and you get props for trying mm -hmm. and you've grown from it, you've mm -hmm. learned something, you fall and you get back up mm -hmm. and you do something else. I mean... It's just a part of life. Yeah. I I mean, I I still think you should always follow your intuition, follow your dreams, go for what you want to achieve, and that way you have no regrets. Mm -hmm. And I mean, failure is all relative too. Like, mm -hmm. who, it's like who cares? It's <laughs> like it, if you if you tried and gave it your all you just whichever way it goes it goes mm -hmm. you yeah, just have to have faith but if you don't give it your all then you just you're holding yourself back yeah yeah and what about those people who want something they just don't know how to get it what, what you how, just, did, how did you like decide it's all about it's all about talking to people looking mm -hmm. at people who who you admire, your mentors, and learning from them and mm -hmm. getting guidance from them mm -hmm. and just trying to get the right advice from the right people. I mean, I had so much support mm -hmm. from consultants and mentors and my parents and mm -hmm. friends, and it, it's really a group effort in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. It's it's as much as you think it's a solo thing. Like, I couldn't have done this 100% by myself. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I had so much support around me it's too big of an endeavor to, for just one yeah. person to do no definitely so i'm so appreciative for all the collaborative efforts that mm -hmm. have been put together to help me no definitely definitely have you know have to have good support and you have to have you know you need bounce questions and ideas off of people that's the biggest thing i think people fear the unknown because they don't ask the right questions I think sometimes we make up a lot of stuff in our head too and then we fear it because we don't know. But if you start asking questions, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. I think that's easy. That's doable. And then you feel a little bit more comfortable. That's what I think. Um, 
and it kind of lessens your fear a little bit more too because now, now you're becoming more you know educated about the process and how to do it and it's I think it's just all about taking baby steps mm-hmm. so it's like you dip your foot into this and you're like oh that's not as scary as I thought or yeah. that's not as bad as I thought Maybe I can take one more step. And then you take one more step and you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I got this far. Mm -hmm. Let me take the next step. Mm -hmm. And it's just step by step. You just keep overcoming like little challenges and keep getting more deeper into things. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, okay, well, I've climbed this high. Mm -hmm. Let me keep climbing. And Mm -hmm. you just keep going. And before you know it, you're like, wow, I didn't think I could do this much. If I could do this much, maybe I can do this much. And you just keep resetting your goals and just keep trying to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think once you hit, once you pass all that, you feel super like successful right you feel like this I and you tell me I don't know how do you feel do you feel this like overcoming feeling of like holy shit I totally have my own place like my own uh office like I'm a badass like you know? <laughs> <laughs> like right don't you have that like oh my god I totally did this yeah it's just it's just weird I mean you kind of I don't know you're just like you find yourself in another situation and you're like, wait, I was in that situation and I'm in this situation. And you're like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> like like you were working for another another doctor and then yeah, now you have your own like thing. Yeah. One day you're yeah. somewhere and then the next day you're somewhere else. And you're you kind of like, you took all these steps to get there, but it's kind of like a blur. Like, I mean, I worked, I did so much work and... I mean, my head was exploding with the number of tasks I had to do every day. Uh And I'm just like, I don't know, you kind of, maybe when I'm more into it, I'll like really look back and be like, wow, I'm really here. And (laughs) yeah, but it's it's just kind of weird. It's rewarding though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's nice. Like, because I have a very like creative, artistic element to myself and mm -hmm. I feel like I wasn't really like diving into that and expressing myself too much before the quarantine and Mm -hmm. I I think I tapped back into that Mm -hmm. through the quarantine and and like and I'm implementing that artistic element Mm -hmm. and more into my practice now Mm -hmm. and my practice was always named Beverly Hills Dental Arts because art was always so important to me Mm -hmm. and I I mean it was like half of what I wanted I always wanted to do art and medicine and now that I have my own place, I, I feel like I, I I feel like my dentistry is much more like art to me. It's mm-hmm. it, it I just feel different the way I'm working because but it now feels, you can make your own decisions and you mm-hmm. can design it however you want. You can have whatever patience you and your staff is whatever you want. It's yours. It's like you don't have to listen to anybody anymore. You can put your artistic spin to it without having to get a buy-in from anybody else, right? And I think that's like the biggest like rewarding thing is like now you don't have to hear it or listen to anybody. It's like your baby, right? Mm-hmm. It's your own thing. Um, so for those folks out there that want to start their own thing and are just really scared because, you know, maybe they don't have money. They don't know how to get a loan. They don't know where to start. They don't, you know, they're just stuck. They don't, you know, they're afraid to leave their comfort zone or their comfortable job that's nine to five, but they really have this passion to do their own thing. What would you recommend? What would you advise? I just say go for it. And just, there's, all of us are born into different situations. We have different support systems. We have different educational backgrounds. We, 
I mean, we just all come from different in environments. Mm-hmm. And you just can't compare yourself to anyone else. You just have to listen to what your heart desires, mm-hmm. what you want. And that's why this quarantine is so special because it gave us all a chance to really look inside ourselves and think, what do I want? Who cares about what anyone else is doing? Who cares about what anyone else wants? Who cares what anybody else is judging us for, or telling us what to do or wants for us? What do I want? What do I want to do with my life? What do I want for myself? What and, makes you happy? And what what makes what makes me happy? Mm-hmm. And and then just try to think, okay, so if this is what I want, what is the first baby step I can take towards it? And just baby step by baby step look look to people who are kind of doing what you think you want to do and learn from what they're doing and just gather knowledge around your dream and and put it together and formulate a vision for yourself and come up with actionable steps that you can take and just just don't give up and go for it and don't let anything hold you back just keep moving forward and don't let the fear fear overtake you because fear is just a mind game and if you want to do something there is a way to do it mm-hmm. there is a way always nothing is impossible mm-hmm. you just have to work around whatever obstacles come up and just just yeah. keep heading in the direction you want to go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's always support, right? You can, if you don't have family or friend support, there's always other people you can ask. There's people in the industry that you're in that can, I don't know, you can ask. I'm always asking people random questions and how'd you do this? Like I get questioned all the time on like, how did you start your own podcast? Like I've been wanting to start my own podcast, but I just don't know how or I don't know who to go to or what's my first step. And so there, so that holds people back because they don't know how. Mm-hmm. But if you start asking questions and asking, you know, the right questions, like, hey, how do I get a website up? How do you start recording? What kind of mic do you use? Whatever questions are, you'll get the answer and then you'll learn, like, okay, I can do this too, right? But the steps are just ask questions, get support from people who are doing what you want to do. Um, and I, my whole thing is just close your eyes and just jump. Yeah, and it's it's just about gathering knowledge and and just formulating yeah. a basic plan. And I mean, we are so interconnected, and mm-hmm. Google is like the most <laughs> powerful <laughs> powerful information source. I mean, you can get anything online. Yeah, anything. it's like any question you have, ask Siri. She probably or has your Alexa. an answer. <laughs> or your <laughs> Alexa, right? Yes, somebody somewhere in some part of the world might have posted it online. So it's just the information resource that we have at our fingertips Mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And and you should utilize it Mm -hmm. and just just get just Just do it. Just (laughs) do it. Awesome. And jumping is fun. I mean, like, I've done a lot of stupid things on vacations and jumped off cliffs and whatever. 
And it's fun. <laughs> so It's a little different because you, you know, yeah, yeah. That's a little, but it's all adrenaline based. Okay. <laughs> Similar. But you feel, yeah, you feel like a rush after it and yeah. you feel accomplished and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. you, you didn't think you could take that step and yeah. you just were like, you, it's at that point where you jump, where you cannot think. Mm-hmm. You just have to go, go with it. it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, pray for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you literally can't think in that moment. You just have to surrender and, like, yeah. jump if you think you're going to, like, yeah. I don't yeah. know, hurt yourself. <laughs> so no, no, no. No, definitely. And I, I do think that, you know, a lot of people did take this shelter in place um, to, you know, redefine what they really wanted out of life. And I'm so glad that you did. I did not much of it. I did not have an introspective moment, a little bit here and there. <laughs> but, um, but I can't believe, you know, within like a couple months, like what, less than six months, you like opened up your own things. That's really amazing. Thank so you. happy for you. Again, Thank you guys, you have to check her out. She's really cool. Uh, and she's great with teeth. <laughs> and she smiles a lot because she has great teeth. <laughs> bhdentalarts.com. Yes. Um, guys, if you have more questions for Anjali, um, you know, I'll put her um, email address and her, her uh, dentist, new dent- dental office information on my description. But definitely check her out. Uh, she is the Diamond Dentist. So that's amazing. And now she has her own office. So you have to go check her out. But thank you so much for like, you know, sitting here and talking to me and, you know, answering my questions and a lot of questions that folks have about like starting their own thing as a single woman who, you know, doesn't have a second income um, or even a a single male who doesn't have a second income. It it applies to everybody, right? So um, this is really great. I'm really proud of you. And thanks for being here. And thanks for letting me like talk to you today. Thank you so much. It's been really fun. You're welcome. Till next time. Bye, Bye. everyone. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye.